Welcome to the 51st edition of the Pro Wrestling Zone. I am Tiger Height. And I'm Peanut Gallery. Still a champion. Yeah! Because of bullshit. No, not because of bullshit, because I won four of the six matches. Well, seven we had differences on. Seven we had differences but on. But one of those matches was the five-person um, uh, ladder, match. ladder match, which neither of us won. So it was mm-hmm. technically out of six. I still got four. The only two t- matches that I lost were the world title matches. The two matches. that were actually important, I got yeah. it right. I thought that was... I, I just realized that. I'm like, wow, you got the useless matches, and I got the matches well, that people actually cared mm-hmm. about. Well, anyway, speaking of, you, speaking of things that people care about... What do you think about the Thunderdome? So I have it two <laughs> times in here just because I was uber This excited. is going to be our big story of the eve as the WWE introduced the Thunderdome. It is okay. There are some kinks. There are, yes. And um I thought the presentation of not only SmackDown but SummerSlam was greatly greatly better. Yes. Than it well, was um uh the NXT Takeover show took place at um the Performance Center. No, it took place at the uh, Full Sail. Was it at Full Sail? I yeah. thought it was at, I thought it was at Performance. No, no, it was Full Sail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I mean, still. I mean, it's it's a smaller one. Yep. I thought it should have been at the Thunderdome personally. Right. But it is what it is. So for those of us living under a rock, what is the Thunderdome? It is a it's basically a virtual board state of the art hogposh. So if you've been watching the NBA, they have the boards. Right. That has like virtual fans in it. Right. WWE has taken that concept, given like a thousand more screens, kept political shit out of the entire sport. Right. Because that's why it's great. And they put pyro in it, and there is like drone camera and all. It's, oh my it's basically God. this giant structure that was built into the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. It and it's amazing. Yeah, it was abs- it, it was breathtaking. Um, it seemed like the stream went fairly well. It was it has ups and downs. Yeah, but... um, people were very much enjoying not only being involved in it, but I know that on social media, people have been loving yes. finding like the little Easter eggs of what people can do in there. And yeah, we'll, we will talk about that. Well, yeah, let's talk about some right now. What did you see tonight on our SummerSlam so, excursion? Okay, so yeah, SummerSlam. But we we'll, saw. We'll, we'll I saw. So I saw. Well, yeah. Before you do the review, but I saw one sign during SummerSlam that said "Fire Velveteen Dream." Yes, it was basically like a black screen that said "Fire Velveteen Dream" during Sasha Banks's entrance. Yep, and then um, we had a couple of Baby Yodas. Yes, there were a couple. Of baby a couple Yodas. of Pikachu's. Yes, a teddy bear, a person dressed as a teddy bear. Um, let's see there what. Was, there was a stuffed lion. Yes. I do, I do know that. Yeah, stuffed lion. Um, there was a person who was dressed as a psycho clown. I did see that. Yes, there was a person dressed as the fiend. Um, there wasn't people who were, like, sleeping that I saw, but I noticed a lot of people, like, laying in bed. Yeah. Um, there were some that were, like, laying sideways. I'm like, there is their pillow. They're laying down like we are, right. like, their significant other in their bed. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing because, like, okay, you need to get up and watch the show. <laughs> um, and, But that's not WWE's fault. Right. Um, I thought they did great. It was mm-hmm. a great experience. I love seeing them back into a arena and yep. with fans in some way, shape, or form. Yep. 
they crushed it. I'm yeah. so, so happy. So if you want to be a part of the Thunderdome, where can people go and uh, sign up? So to my knowledge, it is free. Mm-hmm. Um, you will be filtered in and out. Right. So certain... like if you are if you say certain things or you're doing certain things or you have certain things on your screen, they yep. can kick you off for any reason. Uh, don't wear AEW merchandise. They're yep. kind of cracking down on that. Yep. Um, do not... You know, do anything explicit or anything like that because right. they will um, IP ban you. Yes. So you won't be able to get back on no matter what as long well, as you, you are. Know, I, a, mean, I mean, you can get a VPN and, you know, that's just taken out of the fray. Right. Which... Um, they're, they're trying their best. Um, it is at, w, is at uh, www.thunderdome.com if you want to sign up. Um, there was, I know there were some kinks about getting into it at first. Yeah. Uh, some people were waiting like an hour to actually filter in. But come on, that's kind of expected. Right. So, so yeah. So the the state of the art set is video boards, pyro, lasers, um, graphics, and it's the most they have drone cameras as well. It is, and it is wow. It's the most bonkers thing I've ever seen. Right. And I, I guess they paid four hundred and fifty thousand dollars over two months at the Amway Center. So yes. This will be a reality for a while. Um, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think what they should do, and Peanut Gallery and I discussed this, is when basketball is not in a certain city, they should rent out that place for like maybe a month, mm-hmm. have, you know, um, even pre-record some shows right. too, and run it that way at least. Right. Um, and, you know, this is all part of WWE just taking it to... I know that there's a show going on right now um, on WWE Network about the 24-episode revolving around WrestleMania mm-hmm. um, when they had to switch that out because of everything that's happened. But this is just the WWE taking their game to the next level. Yep. Uh, when you are given chicken shit, WWE has made that chicken shit into chicken salad. Yeah. Um... It was, it was pretty Carl cool. Carl Anderson wanted it to fail, and I think that's disgusting because um, I, also I did see that uh, production yeah. are very happy to be back in work. They did yeah. not, they were not able to go into work fully because right. it was like, oh, we only have a limited number. But now with all of this, more people are in work. Right. How how can you be mad about that? Right. Yeah, can't be mad about that um, at all. I I think they did a great job. Yeah. I'm very I'm very satisfied I mean, of what they what, did. What more can you say about the Thunderdome here before we move on to the other news? Um, but, wow. I'm I'm I am excited for the future. The numbers the numbers have spiked immensely since so they brought it be- they we, brought it in. We are planning in the future on doing an episode possibly where we actually sign up for the Thunderdome and mm-hmm. let people know about the experiences there. Yeah. Not sure if that's going to be in the immediate future or not, but we'll let you guys know. I thought about it like last week, but because we have so much going on over these next two weeks, right. we won't be able to do that beforehand. Right. Um, but uh, definitely if you want to be involved, you can, and uh, you'll actually get your video up on the screen. Just make sure you look cool. Right. No, I, I, I'm just very happy with it. <laughs> Um, speaking of WWE, tonight was Renee Young's final night yep. in WWE. Um, I put in the notes. I put this in a couple of days ago that there was no date of when she was finishing up, but we got that news today. Yeah. Um, she was on the pre-show only. Yep. Uh, her future, at least to right now, is unknown. There are um, speculation that her and John Moxley are going to start a family. Yep. 
Uh, she has the ESPN contact as well. So mm-hmm. if she would, if she wants to go back to being a regular sports analyst, I she mean, can. She's either going to go to AEW or she's going to go to um, ESPN. ESPN. One of the two. Right. Um, you know, it's going to suck that Renee Young is gone. And I well, th- I know that Renee, I know that AEW needs some star power with their commentary team. Yes, so. um, especially with Jr. not being there as often yeah. right now. Um, I think Renee Young would be a great addition to that. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, a freshy, younger face mm-hmm. in there, I think, would be really good. Nothing against JR. No. But, you know, with his limited restrictions because of his age, and right. his, um, especially with his health. Right. You want to make sure that he is um, protected as much as possible. Right. So that's why. Well, let's talk about a few people who are either interested in joining the WWE or who have debuted recently in WWE. Um, who Daniel, debuted recently in WWE? Like two major people did. We'll talk about them. Daniel Cormier has expressed interest. Yes. Um, he has confirmed that he is interested in joining the WWE. Yes. Um. So there are two places where they think that he'll be. So he is in his mid-40s. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I think he's if he's gonna wrestle, it's gonna be marquee stuff like with Lesnar. Right. Um. He um. Great commentator. Yep. Very intelligent, mm-hmm. and he's very articulate. So yeah. I think he and maybe even Samoa Joe would make a freaking awesome Raw mm-hmm. commentary team, and that would be big for them. Oh yeah. Um. Or even joining the SmackDown panel and having him be the Samoa Joe on that side, just because um Cormier, you know. Uh, Olympic gold medalist in wrestling? What? Oh, slide slide this over. So oh, is that bothering you? Yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is. Well, I need to see what the time is on this. Oh, for God's sake. We're not even 10 minutes in. Well, shut up. All right, so anyways, besides Deanna Cormier expressing interest, Pat McAfee made his debut at TakeOver 30. Yes. Uh, how, we'll, how, we... well, well, no, we're not talking about the match itself. We're going to talk about what you thought about Pat McAfee. I thought he was pretty good. He did a great job. Um, yeah, we like I said, we'll talk his, more about his, it later. But but his charisma is kind of his charisma is there. Yes, it's definitely um, there. Yeah, and then Dominic Mysterio also made his debut. I have a lot to say about that, but I'm really gonna wait until we get to that. I, part. Well, you know, I think we should at least talk about like how they were besides the match, like how they, I don't know. I thought if if you were on my personal opinion between yes. the two who debuted. I thought McAfee was better. McAfee definitely was better. Mysterio, he was he was okay, but he was very green. You could tell. Yes, he was not as comfortable. But like Ooh. I said, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, well, we're, but yeah. hope, I mean, I don't think McAfee is going to be a main person no, in there. I think he's going to do like one or two matches. Yeah, maybe. it was. Or it was like he'll do a per appearance kind of. Yeah, thing. it was a one and done with Cole, but um, the right. one now with Mysterio. Um, obviously, he has a good bloodline, so yeah. he'll be fine. But I just saw some some things here and yep. there to where he needs some work on. But, you know, first match that we am aware right. of. So. All right. So, anyways, any other news? Um, The Forgotten Sons. So, uh, we have not seen them on TV in uh, since June. Yep. Or actually, probably even before no, that. Was, I think it was like March. It was in March, yeah. Time. Um, they were not involved in during COVID because what was going on at the time was right. Jackson Riker um, tweeting in his support to the president. Uh, it kind of nixed the idea because the Forgotten Sons has confirmed by multiple sources yeah. that they were going to win the SmackDown Tag Team Champions in June. Yeah. Here's my thing about this. And Peanut Gallery and I had a in-depth conversation about this because I think he and I don't 
quite see eye to eye so much on the political spectrum. What Jackson Riker said, I don't think warrants him being released, but if he was doing it on a public WWE sponsored social media presence, they have to be as non-political as possible. So anything to do with politics... You've got to kind of um, have it down towards the wire and, there. And I agree. Jackson Riker, you are more than happy to express yourself. Make a make a separate um, Twitter make account. Make a separate mm-hmm. account for it. Don't do it on your public profile. What happens is if the business sees your public profile... Then they have to protect their assets. Right, which you is are the you business. you are a public employee yes. in a publicly traded company, and the decision to pull your team, despite what you said, they're not pulling it because of what you said. They pulled it because what you said will reflect on them. Yeah. Now, if it was your own personal Twitter, like at Jackson Riker or your actual name, blah bitty blah bitty blah, go for it. Right, they don't do give. It. They, they don't, don't give they a don't shit. Give eight shits about it. Right, but when you since, post on Jackson Riker WWE and you post that kind of stuff, that's a problem yep. to them because they are looking at their assets, their sponsors that pay them millions of dollars a year. They will. If they had to make a choice between Jackson Riker and Snickers, they're going to choose Snickers. Right. Now, we can we can make some parallels, and I did compare this. What about the situation with Velveteen Dream? Velveteen Dream needs to be fired. Yes. Um, okay. 100%. They are, they are really playing favorites here. I fi- Well, I think Jackson Riker I – even to- I even told Peanut Gallery this, and I'm going to stand by it. I would rather have a Trump-supporting patriot – who may not toe the company line right. on my television screen, who is very good at wrestling, has a very good gimmick, and uh, is, you know, connection, yeah, no connection with the team, then, then, a, then a confirmed child predator to somebody who sent illicit pictures to a 16-year-old, right. male and female, but also wanted pictures from them. And this was confirmed on their public Instagram. Yeah. And see, that's what, and it's not double standard. I don't think it's not double standard. Then why was a Velveteen Dream on on there? Because 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 they're fucking idiots. It has nothing to do with his race. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's they're a it's a it's stupid. a double it's a double standard based on the preference of who they are. They're looking at Velveteen Dream as the future, where Jackson Riker is older. But the problem is with this is that Jackson Riker's comments not only affected him but affected the whole team. Right. What did Wesley Blake and Steve Culler do to be cut out of working? Right. Well, because they were associated with the team. Yes, I think that's wrong. I think that is horribly wrong. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, I know it's wrong. They should have repackaged Wesley Blake and... Um, or, you know, say they kicked Jackson Riker out and then just no, ignored no, no, it. No, 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 no. They, they should have repackaged them and then brought them back in immediately. Right, because they're, they're a good team. Right. SmackDown needs teams, and they were a good team. Right. But then this happened with Jackson Riker, where they made the decision to take out both of them... Like it doesn't make any sense to me. I nah. think it's I think it's ridiculous Whatever, personally. You know. But with Velveteen Dream, yeah, he should have been fired. Yes, we will we will get to that here because trust me, I got a lot to say about that ladder match. Um, and then also the um Alex McCarthy who um works for Talk Sports and Sports Kita, 
So a very... Okay, go on. We know what sports key it is. Shane McMahon could replace Bruce Pritchard as a... Please. ...new head writer of Monday Night Raw. Please. We all know what sports key it is. I mean, well, it's, well, it's, 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 I mean, okay, some people don't know what that is. They don't know how credible it is. They're very credible. And if you lived under a rock, you wouldn't know who Sports Kid is. I am trying to cater to our morons, okay? I love the undereducated. <laughs> Do you want to build a wall? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm just kidding. Okay, so. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% kidding. Whatever. Okay, when we come back from our break, we're going to. Do... No, um, there was one more thing. What? Uh, Ring of Honor's coming back. Oh, yes. Also, right. what about um, NXT UK? That's oh, coming yeah, they're back. coming back, yep. September 17th is they are coming back with and live then, shows. Um, Ring of Honor is coming back on the 2nd of September. Yep, they're coming back on the 2nd for live shows. I think both of them are going to be behind closed doors, you know, all that fun stuff. But we're coming back people. <laughs> now we need the NWA. So, right. <laughs> all right. Well, we will. We Oh, um, what about that one? Thunder Rosa. She appeared on Dynamite. But she had the um, NWA Women's Champion yeah, with her. There's rumors that they probably have some sort of working relationship. We'll see. NW Corrigan, you say something. <laughs> come on. Anyways, <laughs> when we come back from our break, which is actually going to happen, we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver Porn. Yes. And we are back. This is NXT TakeOver 30 or Triple X or Porn. Yes. Depending on your preference. Um, so this was the first one in full sale. I don't know why I thought. No, no. They had the last TakeOver in full sale. They had a few. The last sale. TakeOver or the last um, NXT? Like everything's been full sale with NXT. For like, really? I thought they were for like two months. I thought they were performance center. No, they were always a full sale. Then why was the regular WWE in the performance center? I don't know. <laughs> No, NXT has always been a full sale. Can we have some? Ki oh, really? Yeah, I think they've been. A you would have, you would have thought they would have no, no, no. flip flopped they that. Were, um, they were at. Uh, they, they, they were at the performance were, center. No, they were at PC until like May, and then they went back to the performance center. Oh. They they've been at the PC since like June. Yes, that's what I've been saying. But you said, oh, this is the first one that took. No, this isn't the first one that took place at the performance center. Yeah, that was the last part, and then you informed me because I might be an idiot. I mean, you are an idiot, but let's just. Anyway, so on. our pre-show match. It was a number one contenders match for the NXT Tag Team yep. Champions: Brazongo, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Birch, and then Legion del Fantasma. Right. So here's my problem. Okay, the match itself. Immediate spot fest. Oh, yeah. There, there was no build-up to it whatsoever, and that kind of irritated me. I'm not saying that the action was bad necessarily, and thank God they did the triple threat as a triple threat yes. tag team match. Um, but why did they just go to Im Im immediate spots? And I don't know. This is where my Jim Cornette comes out, okay? I like a nice slow build-up to it. I mean, we got that in the next match, but come on. I mean, shit's not hard. I mean, luckily this was a pre-show, right. so I was like halfly paying attention to it. Um, but what I saw was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I thought everyone did fairly well, and it was a super kick by Tyler Breeze on Lorcan to win. So Brazongo are the new number one contenders. Um, I mm, it was okay. It, it was, was all right. Man. I really I mm, it was it was it was it was a pre-show match. What do you expect? Let me at least say this. The NXT Tag Team Champions were on the line two weeks ago, right? Right. Um, I would have had this match to replace that, do some build-up, 
and then have a credible one of these three teams against Imperium at this show. Oh. Well, this is this is what I would have done because I'm using logic and facts and holy right, shit, right. this shit's and, not and hard. You have no idea how visas work or like what they're. They're there. They are. They are there physically, and they were there well, last week. Oh, that's true. Marcel Barthel and uh, Fabian Eichner. They were there last week. Oh, they could have done it then. Yes, they could have done it. Oh. Well. Or at least they could have planned on something instead of bringing them in for this match. Why don't you say, hey, can you come in here and do this? Uh, you know, let's let's build the match. So whatever. I mean, who knows? Um, I I thought it was a good showcase of what the tag team division has to offer. So I'm not gonna be too angry about it. Right. I'm just pissed. I know. Anyways, let's move on to the main show: Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher. This match was awesome. I loved it. Very very ground and pound kind of thing. I know that was me. God damn it, dude. Um, Timothy Thatcher is. So, what I love about Thatcher is that he goes into these submissions, but he's really, like, slow. Yeah. So, you're like, oh, this is not going to feel kinda like, fun. Kind of like Pete Dunne. Yeah, it's great. Um, I, I think Pete Dunne is a little more high fly than yeah. Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher is very much more um, hardcore gritty, mm -hmm. where Pete Dunne is more of a pseudo-strong style. Right. Uh, nothing against Pete Dunne, but, right. you know, Timothy Thatcher is a little more... Um, 60s golden era wrestling right. so yeah um i thought they had really good spots overall yeah. um balor kind of matched him in some faces yeah. uh the one thing that i love about thatcher is his facial expressions yes so finn balor did a coup de gras and tweaked his knee and thatcher looked at it went wide-eyed and it looked like a it, shark it looks like it looked like he was a kid about to go into a candy store right or a shark smelling blood in the water from right. a wounded seal or something um, but Finn Balor did win. Yes. He hit coup de gras in 1916. Um, it was okay. It was all right. I mean, I it liked good, it. was a good opening match, but... There was some build to it, but I yeah. thought that one week was not enough. Anyway, right. um, let's go into the match that I really want to talk about. Let's really dive deep. All right, Damian Priest. Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, and the Child Predator in a ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. Yes, yeah, so the title was vacated by Lee. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was great. There were some really good spots overall. Um, a lot of good spots. Yes. No one was buried in this match. No. Ignore my notes. I'm doing something for YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see it. Um, I thought that the team up with Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, and Cameron Grimes was very good. Mm -hmm. um, and you're right. Nobody in this match was buried no. at all. There were some fuck-ups. Johnny Gargano fucked up the one last beat DDT just a wee bit right. on it. Um, it looked really wonky. It was with um, Bronson Reed in the ladder. It right. was kind of weird. Um, so some of the highlights, uh, Candice LeRae got herself involved in a number of spots. Um, and then Bronson Reed had Candice LeRae on top of the ladder. Yep. And he did a splash on Johnny Gargano with Candice LeRae on his back. Oh, and then uh, Velveteen Dream got thrown like over over the top of the uh, plexiglass. Bar the plexiglass into like a thing on the outside yeah there were there were like two tables and he totally missed one he overshot the fuck i was like oh man he might be really hurt but then we see him show back up well no that was towards no the that no that was it yeah no he was he was gone i was like oh well there goes velveteen dream um peanut gallery chose velveteen dream because i guess peanut gallery um well, because, well, because, he endorses no. it tickling children <laughs> yeah, no. i i why do i, I why do you have you hired I endorse. 
<laughs> I endorse the WWE doing stupid shit because sometimes they have no logic. Yes. So So I thought just out of spite they would have had Velveteen Dream the child predator to win. I wouldn't be surprised. He got really close a couple of times. I know, he did. Um but uh Damian Priest won. Yes. Which I did not expect. Um But I enjoyed. It was a hell of a match. It was. It was so smooth. I thought with Damian Priest being champion, this was perfect for him. Yep. Um there was obviously going to be a Bronson Reed Damian Priest match oh, for that title next. Yes, there so I'm not too worried. I see Cameron Grimes right behind Bronson. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny Gargano. He'll he doesn't. Just, he doesn't need. He, he doesn't, doesn't need it. it. Um, but yeah, he really doesn't need the bell. Johnny Gargano has like and transcended then, and then it. Velveteen Dream. He can. He can go back to sending children dirty pictures. Well, no, he, he needs to be. Uh, oh God, what was it? Oh, future. He needs to be future endeavored the fuck off. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's move on. So Adam Cole Bay versus. Bay. Pat McAfee. <laughs> Pat McAfee's promo before the match was interesting. He was awesome. So good. He, he has he has a lot of charisma. He has, he has great heel charisma. He had his okay, little... Okay, so what do you think about Pat McAfee since we're actually at the match now with um, his performance? He impressed. He was decent. He, he impressed. was better than Ronda Rousey was at her debut. Mm-hmm. Um, he impressed the hell out of me. I thought that he had, oh, yeah. he had great pacing. Mm-hmm. He had good mannerisms. He had great selling. He yep. Had great selling. Great. I was I was like amazed. He uh, kicked the steel steps. Yep. And he rolled down and he kept the same foot the entire time. He didn't switch it. Mm-hmm. He made sure that it was consistent throughout the right. whole thing. Um, Adam Cole sold great mm-hmm. throughout the entire course of the match. Because Adam Cole's a veteran. Right. You know, it's hard to have a bad match with Adam Cole. Adam Cole, right. No. Um, but the one thing that I have to at least say, uh, the backflip and then the jump to the top rope by McAfee. Awesome. <laughs> right. He looked so great. And um, it was a Panama Sunrise yep. uh, for Adam Cole to win. Yep. And I thought a, it was a good match. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. It ended a two-year-long rivalry. Yep. And I thought it ended quite nicely. Uh-huh. All right, next one. Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. You said Shirai really weird. Um, but, oh shit, I was reading it, the Pat McAfee stuff. I don't know why. Uh, this was awesome. Uh, yeah. Dakota Kai got really close a couple of times to winning. Uh, referee knockdown, which I thought was perfect for this. So and then Raquel Gonzalez got herself involved. Yep, um, got really close. On Dakota Kai's behalf. But uh, with that then, um, uh, what's her name? Well, Gonzalez attacked. So right. Io Shirai won. Yes, with a moonsault. With a moonsault. Uh, Gonzalez attacked uh, Shirai after and then, the match, but then Rhea Ripley shows up and stares down uh, Raquel Gonzalez. And I was so marking out because I know that that's going to be an amazing oh, confrontation. Yes. That is going to be a great match. So, and also, they're very close in height. They're both badasses, yeah. and it's like, okay, so Io Shirai can continue her rivalry with Dakota Kai because this is not Dakota Kai's no. last um, go-around, especially no. with this match. She did awesome. Also, she's bae. Um, hit me up in those DMs, yo. <laughs> I mean, I'll 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 velvetrini. I'll hit it today. I will. <laughs> so I will to... I will velveteen dream your DMs. Except you are older, but that is fine. And you are not under eighteen. I mean, velveteen dream is not interested in you. No, anybody over the age of ten makes him sick to his stomach. So. <laughs> over the age of eighteen. Let's be let's be generous with him here. 
as long as they can as long as they're younger than the age of consent. So over the age, if they're under the age of eighteen. Yes. Okay, I was just being exactly. mean. I was just being like overly harsh. All right. So final match. <laughs> Total non juxtaposition there. <laughs> nope. We're just gonna ignore it and move um, on with our day. Keith Lee carrying across NXT Championship. What the hell? That match was a little underwhelming. I was kind of disappointed, and I'm very and shocked it, about that. I think that. it ended too soon. Well, not only that, I i mean, I like Karrion Cross. don't get me wrong, but I thought that this was way too soon for him to be in this match. Oh, yes. Um, because he's been dominant, and it's like, okay, what are you going to do? Have him beat Karrion, or have Karrion Cross beat Keith Lee, well, which would be weird. after that? Right. Oh, who's going to face Karrion Cross now? Is it going to be Keith Lee again? Well, no, because Keith Lee's going to show up on Raw right. on Monday. Right. Spoiler alert, he's showing up on Raw. He is showing up on Raw. So, anyways, Keith Lee lost because he's being called up to the main roster. Yes, um, it was a Super Cross. Saito, yep. um, a Super Saito suplex by Karrion Cross, but um, Karrion Cross was confirmed to separate his shoulder during the match. But he's only going to be out for a few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not going to be out very long. Oh, okay, then no. it wasn't that bad. No, 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 he's not going to be out for too long, but. Um, you know, obviously, he doesn't do a lot of matches in between right. large bouts. Well, so. also it's NX. It's it's also NXT where right. the pay per views are very far few in between. So, right. so you'll probably see the next his next title defense at the one uh, before um, Survivor Series weekend. Yes. So, what were your overall thoughts about this NXT takeover? Um, well, if I gave it a, I'm going to give it a star rating, of course. Okay. Because that's what. So, star mean. rating, favorite match, worst match. I don't have to do the worst match. I'm going to do some of my favorite match. Ugh. I don't care about the you're, worst You're match. the pessimistic one. I you know, and... but there are a lot of matches that were... You know what? There, I, I never talk about the worst match of the show. I always talk about my star rating. And Appen I talk about the best match of the show. Apparently, Peanut Gallery is taking the um, moral high ground here. Appar okay, so NXT TakeOver <laughs> Triple X has three X's. Three stars. Three-star pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. Match of the night. Ooh, this is going to be a hard one. There was a lot of really good ones in this. I'm going to go with the ladder match. Okay. So I'm going to give this a two and a half. Okay. Um, and I'm going to give Adam Cole and Pat McAfee to win on it. Okay. I thought it was the best build match. And I was very happy of uh, it was better than my expectation, which is why I thought was the best match of the night. All right. So anyways... Uh, when we come back from break, we, we are going to talk about WWE Summer Wine. From the Thunderdome. Yep, which is my bedroom.
and we are back after like 20 minutes of me fucking around with the audio. <sighs> oh my god. Well, this is why I don't like sagging. So basically what was going on is that peanut gallery shit is shit, so it was like wiggling. No, out. no, it was sagging and and the 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 um angle of the plug behind it your was like, Mac was such that every time we were speaking, it was vibrating itself out. Yeah. So, so we should we should be good. We're not going to be doing I mean, it again. I, I told I told Peanut Gallery I told Tiger Height to turn his vibrator off, but he just didn't. Well, I'm going to put in like headphones, so as we go, we'll figure this out, so we don't do this. this is yeah. why This is why I do 20 sound tests. Okay. Well, maybe you know I'm I'm thinking about getting a Bluetooth. Anyways. So. Anyway, so I mean, at least there's that. Um, right. My mic works perfect, as always. So, so of course. Um, SummerSlam. This was the first major pay-per-view in the Thunderdome. Yay! Uh, Which is not the name of my bedroom. Yeah, because, you know, when any girl actually is in there, it's not the Thunderdome. It's, um, it's the... Uh, it's the waterfall, because I'm doing 20 minutes of crying. <laughs> oh, I was, I was going to call it Death Valley, so... <laughs> Hot, desolate, and void of merit. So... <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> when any girl dry, when any girl walks in there, they dry up like the fucking Tiger Height, Desert. Tiger Height. This is a family-friendly show. I don't know when the fuck based this on happened. good Christian values. So we have a bear that's gonna come eat you because he made fun of me. A bear. This yes. is the most random thing. That's the story in Second Kings, I think, where where children make fun of a bald guy. Oh, so that's right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna beat I'm gonna, you. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna beat you with a unicycle. So okay, first match, which was a pre-show match, and thank God it was because the match was kind of terrible. It I, was actually terrible. Um, which I was surprised about. Apollo <laughs> Cruz versus MVP for the United States Championship. Sloppy superplexes, toss power bump for the win. Cruz um, retain. It was. It, it, they were they were wrestling in concrete. Yes, it was really slow. It was. Thank God it was on the pre-show. Right. That's that's really right. all. That's really all that it has to merit. Exactly. Right. Okay. Uh, Bailey versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It was a good match. Um, Jesus. Roll up Christ. for the win after there was an abdominal stretch spot. It looked really cool. Um, um there was Bailey a... Bailey won. I don't know why. I don't know what they're gonna do. So with Sasha it. Banks took a um, hip attack and Bailey rolled her up. Right. Um. Now the meh ending. So I wrote that as it happened. So my my interpretation of what actually happened now is different than when I wrote that. I mean, it um, was, it well, was well, based, okay. based, based on the rivalry progression later. Right. Well, that's there true. was there was some ambiance there that was different. Right. And I thought that it really came into play. It was it was hard to see one before seeing the other. Right. But now since I saw both, my interpretation of it is different. I thought right. that the ending was great for later. Oh yeah. I just need to keep in mind WWE when they have a rivalry where you do have that kind of jump. Right. They know how to do this. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to maybe not do meh ending like that until the end of the show. If there's something like this going on. Right. Okay. Uh, Kevin Owens came out for the next matchup, and this is basically when Peanut Gallery retained the Majestic Champion of the World. Yep. Also, um, I keep getting your messages from seeing the belt or, oh, my friend took a, a picture of the championship belt 
uh, when they were in Vegas because we live in Las Vegas. They're like, oh, they uh, posted a picture from Vegas on Facebook and the bell was in there, so we checked it out. Oh. I got a couple of those. Oh. I thought that was cool. Anyway, um, yeah, I retained. I am still the majestic champion of the world. Yes. The next uh, defense will be on Tuesday. Yes. We have one difference we on have one. We have one difference. So the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade for the Raw Tag Team Champions. I, I, it was hard to get into this match. It was. It's hard to get into anything with the Street Profits. Their their act is kind of getting old. It really is, and it's not as like it, it's it's not as popular. No. They're barely defending these tag team belts, and I, chose, I they, they've lost its luster. Let's put it that way. Well, they had some magic because they were always there, but now they're doing all of these comedy things in the right. back, and they're doing oh he's getting poisoned. Well, why the fuck did he wrestle then? Right. If you're gonna do a poisoning, keep going with it. Don't have it. Oh, it's one week and he's fine. Like, right. Wait, what did she poison him with? Let's have a drawn out mystery of. And then what you know, happened. Andrade and Angel Garza, they have the chemistry of like bullshit together. It's they're not good together. No, they're not. Which is so weird because they're very good wrestlers. They're good individual wrestlers, but they're not a good tag team. Nah, I'm not a big fan of no. it. And nothing, like I said, nothing against them, but they just, they, they just, they look like a thrown together tag team. They do. I'm not the biggest of fans. Maybe if they actually take their, maybe if they came out together and they had right. their own thing, and maybe they had a name. We said the same thing about Sheamus and Cesaro. Right. Um, and then they formed the bar, and yep. now I look at the bar fondly because they're good. Yeah. So. So there we go. Anyways. Um, so it, it sucks. It was a uh, payout, spinebuster, and. Uh, Montez's Ford, insane twisting in the air. I'm going to make a cup of coffee, frog splash for the win. It's kind of insane on how he does that. It's it incredible. Is. All right. So uh, next minute, yeah. Well, sometimes he gets so much air time that he kind of fucks up. It's like, dude, if you're going to, like, flop in the air like a fish, maybe not right. go, you know, maybe not touch the fucking catwalk. Right. But, yes, they retained. Hooray, hooray. These Let's These, these titles are dead. Mandy Rose, Sonny Deville. Oh! Easily the worst match of the night. Okay, so I hated it immediately because not only did they change it from hair versus hair to loser leaves WWE, but then all of a sudden now it's a no disqualification. Right. They're like, oh, let's up the ante. Well, Rose's, about... Rose's hair looked horrible. The match was, so, Rose's, the match so... was stiff as a board. Yeah, so uh, Mandy Rose's hair was like slicked back and like wetted yep. down. So it started, you know that it started to curl right here because yep. this is where it starts to dry. Yep. So it looks like my hair when I get it make it too long. Yep. Um, it just looked really bad. I mean, it was a bad, it was a bad match, bad hair day, you know. And it's like Mindy Rose and uh, usually okay, fuck. Sonya Deville is so good. I know. And I know why she's leaving. So she lost. I'm, I'm pissed about that, too. Right. So Mandy Rose won. It was loser leaves WWE. Sonya Deville's leaving because, of course, she now has to deal with well, legal with... issues surrounding the stalker. Yep. Um, which was posted about last week, I believe. Yes. We talked about that last week. It happened the day that we were doing the show. That's true. Yes, it was. It was yep. the day that we were doing the show. So we did talk about it. Um, she did appear in court. Um, she and uh, she and Mandy both were in court because they were both there at the time. Yes. So um, I know that Sonny has some stuff to deal with there. Hopefully she goes to AEW because we don't want to see her in WWE because she is really good and she needs to bolster up a women's division somewhere else. Yes. Um, she would be a great asset to anybody. <sighs> Um, especially with our promos. Yes. It was a multiple knees and a weird angel's wings for Mandy Rose to win. 
Um, and Otis, why, came, why Otis, is Otis came out to celebrate. I'm not sure why later in the night he decided not to go for cashing his money in the bank. Right, I thought but that we'll was... talk about that, that a little bit horrible. later. Remember, he's money in the bank. Once again, here's WWE writing them against a the fucking wall and not going all in with Otis. If you right. want to do Otis, go in with him. Anyways, Ugh. moving on. Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street No, 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 Before we get into that, let's talk about Mandy Rose's worm. So she's learning how to do the worm. So, so it, no, when you learn how to do the worm, you start doing it backwards. Yeah, but if you do it backwards, start up front and go backwards. Don't, like, get up and then, like, flop more forward. Start back, start forwards and then roll backwards. No, that's what she did. No, she didn't. Yeah, she, she did. Start, no, she did the same way that Otis did, except she was learning. When you learn, you stand Forward and then you go backwards. She standed backwards and did like a pseudo forward, pseudo backwards. I, I didn't see that. Well, you know what? Maybe we should watch it again. Yeah, maybe we should. It was a lot better than Braun Strowman's worm attempt was. This is true, but also <laughs> this is Mandy Rose, who was, I believe, a gymnast, and Braun Strowman is a heavy man. The fact that Otis can do a worm at all is fucking amazing. Braun, Braun Strowman's spine is probably made of titanium. Probably is. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. Dominic Mysterio's first match, he was, he was okay. He wasn't the best. He was the was match a... looked a lot better because Seth Rollins really yep. carried it. Yep, it really did. He really wanted to work with Dominic. Mm -hmm. um, there were some good things about the match. I thought the storyline. The storyline thing was awesome. Yeah, the storyline, probably the best storyline. Well, one of the best storylines going in. There are a lot of good storylines going in this. Who are we kidding? Right, there are a lot of really good storylines in this, and I thought it was incredible. I thought it Which was is good. weird, because normally I don't say good storylines in WWE in the right. same sentence. Um, it, once again, this is where it starts out slow and nice, mm -hmm. and then you get to some big spots where right. Dominic was hitting some frog splashes where it looked like that he was trying not to destroy every... It's, it's almost like Vince McMahon took the night off. It really is. Um, and also Rollins, Rollins' play towards Mysterio, where Rey Mysterio was handcuffed. Yes. He was going to go after Angie. Yes, yeah, so um, Dominic and, Mysterio's mom, Rey Mysterio's wife, was up at the top of the ramp watching the match, and Seth Rollins was kind of He was kind of like gesturing. teasing. Yeah. Yes. It was really weird, and it was great. Then also at the end where um, Rey Mysterio got handcuffed at some point in time where they were about to beat him up. He got handcuffed to a rope, a he ring got, rope. He got handcuffed to a rope, so then Rollins dragged Dominic back in and watch, let Rey Mysterio watch as he was in the ring, hit him, hit Dominic with a curb stomp, and then won. So Seth Rollins won. I I love this match. And then Seth Rollins just drops the drops the handcuff keys into Dominic Mysterio's yep. hand. I loved it. I while know. while Ray was standing there helplessly, it was just so helpless. Right, um, Ray Mysterio sold it great. Oh yes, um, awesome. It was so good. It was a great rivalry. Dominic is decent. He was he was probably the weakest part of the match, but also as far as storyline progression goes, he was probably in one of the strongest positions. Yep. He was a great seller. Murphy yes. and Mysterio got in there very very briefly, so yes. briefly. Really, the spotlight was on Rollins and uh, yep. Dominic. Yep. Um, but anyways, Which good is where match. it needs to be. Yep. And let's do Sasha versus Asuka. So, yeah, this so is... I, I, so the one thing, uh, number one, I like this match more than SmackDown. Oh, Women's God, Champions yes. Match. This was the best women's match um, of the night. I think 
Sasha Banks and Asuka have much better chemistry overall because their styles are a little more similar yes. than Bailey and Asuka. Right. Where Bailey's more like with Bailey, she's more of like a utilization heel. Right. Where Sasha Banks is still really good, but she's just kind of a cocky bitch. Right. Um, so there were wonderful transitions between submissions yeah. the entire the entire time. Yeah, there was that really good like it went in the middle. There was that really good um, that really bank, good bank sequence. Statement, yeah. Bank statement into an arm bar into the Oscar lock back into the bank statement back into something else. It was back in. It was so fluid. It was. It looked like it, it looked like on the fly butter boom. That's how it's done. Right. I was so happy with it. So, anyways, Oscar won. Um, it was a it was much it was an Oscar lock. Oh, but oh wait, before before we get into this, um, the ending sequence it was very it was almost to the exact T of what happened with the Bailey match. Right. But the difference was Sasha Banks took the bump mm -hmm. from Oscar's hip attack, where Bailey just moved out of the way. Right. Oscar was able to um get her bearings back mm -hmm. out of the rope, took a swing. And then the ending sequence happened right. where Asuka won. Right. So then there was immediate dissension between yep. Sasha Banks and Bailey. Right. And we're, I'm going to say this again. I think it should have been uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey for all the gold. Right. The, the, why they had Asuka do this, I will never know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's stupid. Maybe they just were like, oh, once again, this is where WWE gets their cold feet and thinks differently. Right. It's super weird. Anyways, uh, Drew and Randy was the next match. Um, Drew McIntyre, Randy. So, a uh, key in this match though was Drew and Randy did not hit their finishers once during this nope. match. Um, they, they went for a bunch of times. They um, did. So um, yeah, Randy, Randy Orton plays mind games so well. Where Drew McIntyre rolled out of the ring at one point because he's like, "Oh my god, he's getting in my head." Right. Um. It. This is where you have a slow build mm -hmm. into something great. And then once they had again, a they had they had a tremendous match. Yep. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre won with a baseball. A base a baseball. It was a baseball slide. That was it. There was it was it, it was, was it was anticlimactic, but it was one of those things well, no, where this, honestly, this is where an anticlimactic finish worked. That was yes, exactly, because you know that this is going to be this this rivalry is going to continue. Yep, yeah, and I'm very excited about that because really, who else can go after Drew McIntyre at right. this point? Um, I thought with the baseball slide, it was like, oh, maybe Randy Orton beat himself, right. not Drew McIntyre beating Randy Orton. Right. So I love this. I love this match. Um, Drew McIntyre continuing his reign, which is good. Mm -hmm. Randy Orton did not look weak at all. Right. And um, they just told a really good story. This was this was an awesome match. I yeah, loved it. It was. Uh, anyways, main event: Braun Bray. So Braun Strowman versus. Bray Wyatt for the Universal Champion and a false count. Easily, match. easily, probably the best storyline going into this, in my opinion. This match was lame. It was. I was so. It bored. was so disappointing. Um, it was. It there, was, there weren't a lot of spots outside the ring. They only went to the back once. You know, being a false count anywhere, you would kind of expect there to be a little more freedom. Right. I thought they were gonna play on what happened with um, SmackDown, where right. it was a choke slam off of the April, off of the thing into there. I thought they were gonna do something with that. They just didn't. No. They're like, oh, let's go into gorilla position right. and then come back with a gorilla position. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. 
um, Braun Strowman brought up the uh, wooden boards and he didn't great... do a very good job. No, he he wasn't really... very he wasn't very graceful with it. It was yeah. kind of bad. It was really bad. Um, and then Bray Wyatt, well, they they tried to do stuff onto the wood, but they 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 missed, they missed every single time. It looked really bad. It was it looked really bad. It was um, it was sloppy. It yeah. was plotting. These guys were not on their game. No, they were not. Uh, but Bray Wyatt, I, I really want an appearance from uh, from Alexa Bliss to do some of that mind. Right, where, ex- where, I, where in the hell is Alexa Bliss? I, I, I expected that. more mind games. I, I expected I, more mind games. I totally, I, I totally forgot about Alexa and, Bliss. And they had the Fiend come out before Braun. You would have Braun come out first and then the Fiend, right? For the most part, yes. I mean, that would just make sense. It's just like, why would you have the Fiends come out first and then Braun come out afterwards? Right. Anyway, um, the Fiend did win. He is the Universal Champion. Again. And then Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns returned. He speared both of them. Yep. Attacked both of them. He, he hit Braun Strowman with a bunch of chair shots, so Braun Strowman was... Laid out on the outside of the ring, uh, he he uh, spears Bray Wyatt. He holds up the Universal Champion and over his it? head. That was it. That was the end. And and then oh wait oh oh we have Otis here who who is a SmackDown superstar and has the Money in the Bank contract. And you could easily have him beat the Fiend or pin the Fiend because the Fiend is laid out. Right. And I guarantee you, Alexa Bliss is going to be there on SmackDown. I guarantee you. But so you're missing Alexa. You're missing Otis. Alexa was an integral part in this rivalry. Right. Where and and you're and you're missing, you know, Roman Reigns coming back. Great. Perfect. I think he's a heel. Uh Tiger Height doesn't think Mm-mm. he's a heel. Braun Strowman's a definite heel. Roman right? Reigns is a heel. No. He talked like a heel. He acted like a heel. Oh, he was he's out for blood is what he's out for. I, I don't agree with you. I'm sorry. I, I can't agree with you. He is not a heel. He is a baby face. Well, he's an anti-hero. He he is okay. Fine. He's an anti-hero, but he's not. He's not going to be cheered by the crowd. I think people get behind Braun Strowman before they get behind Roman Reigns. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Bullshit. Oh, absolutely. They're going to get behind the Fiend. The Fiend is babyface well, and all yeah, this. Yeah. No. The Fiend is a pseudo babyface. But but the Fiend is loved by all. Well, yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves the Fiend. So really, that was SummerSlam. Um, let us do. Let's do the same thing. So overall, overall star okay. for the show, and then favorite match. And, you know, apparently we'll you're not a pseudo-masochist to actually do a bad match. I know what the worst match of the night is. Do you really want me to give you the worst match of the night? We, I probably, think we, have, both we probably have, have the, the same, same match. Let's say it together. Mandy, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. Deville. <laughs> okay. You can tell we're brothers, okay? Best match of the night, <laughs> Drew and Randy. 100%. Um, star rating? I'll give it a three. It was decent. There were more. It, there were more good matches and bad matches. I'm, gonna, but... I'm going to give it a three and a half, almost four. I'm going to give oh. it high end three. Ooh. Oh, that is not good. I liked it. I liked more things than I hated. So I hated one. Uh, what was number one? Two. Oh, Apollo Crews and MVP. It's a pre-show. It doesn't count. Yes, it does. Nope. You have to give it a three then, because nope. you have to take a half point off of that. No. It's pre-show. Apollo Crews and nope. MVP sucked. Nope. Pre-show. And then Braun Strowman, the Fiend, as the main event, terrible. It was so ugh, fuck. They had good matches too, and really they they should have they should have switched Bailey, Oscar, and uh, Mandy Rose, Sonya. So that would be the first match of yep. the night. 
They should have put the uh, Raw Women's Champion match in between the two title matches yep. and should have had um, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt before the Raw Women's Champion and the WWE Champion. Right, why, why wasn't WWE? Well, because maybe if, because Roman Reigns was coming back, yeah, that's kind of why they wanted to end the show, at least on a higher note, where yeah. SmackDown now has a new person in because they really need oh, some you mean, star you mean, power. Oh, you mean uh, Roman Reigns, the heel? The, the anti-hero. The, the not baby face. Anyway, we're almost at 20 minutes. So that is SummerSlam. Um, I, I what like is what is our topic for next week? We are going to do Emergence Night 2. Oh, my God. So next week we are doing Emergence Night 2, Payback, and Summer Struggle in Jinju. So don't miss that. And if you want to watch it with us and drink with us and maybe not maybe be in our Thunderdome where you can show whatever you want, maybe maybe. Um, if you're hot. So if you want to do that, which is fine, go ahead and become a patron. Right. And you get to watch not only these three events, but every single event that happens in September. So you get like, it's like 50 bucks. You watch NJPW, Impact Wrestling. You watch WWE with us, NXT, yep. the whole, the whole gamut. So it's a lot of fun. Anyways. So yes. Thank follow, you guys. Yes, yes. Follow us on social media. Yeah. Uh, Go, go to our Patreon page, and as always, be majestic. majestic.